Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Mornings on CBS Sports Radio. Yeah. We had a good hour, I think, to start the show. Andrew Bogish in for DA. It's a summer fry DA. Pete's here. Pat slash Tim's here. Emmanuel's here. Carlos with a double shift is here. Yeah. And thank you for being here. Whether you're listening on one of our great CBS Sports Radio Odyssey, Odyssey affiliates, the Odyssey app, CBS Sports app, Sirius XM Channel 158, maybe you're watching at watchda.com on YouTube or, or YouTube or Twitch. I'll oh. learn how to talk at some point, maybe. The Target Demo Friday meme is not out yet, as far as I know, but oh. told me the question that will be attached to it. The usual, you know how you're listening, where you're listening, and then something else. And that something else is a good one. We do have a Target demo meme. Is it out? 40 seconds ago. It's been posted at CBS Sports Radio. So I can tell you that the question is, what era would you like Jody Mack to travel to next after (laughs) yesterday putting him in the I don't know, turn of the 20th century Chicago Cubs, 1897 Chicago. It's not exactly the roaring 20s, right? It's before it, or maybe right there. (laughs) Uh, And there there we are, D.A., Boyle, me, Pete, and the other Pete, Schwartz. I believe our heads on top of the gas house gang. I think I see Dizzy and Daffy Dean in there. (laughs) They've lost their head and (laughs) given them up to us. I'm sorry. (laughs) So respond uh, to the tweet at CBS Sports Radio, or I'm retweeting it, reposting it right now, uh, to where you are, how you're listening, and which era should Jody Mack visit next. Now, I heard Pete laughing. I didn't see Pete laughing until I rewatched the clip last night. And again, I, I'm 99% of the time I'm happy that my family, my wife, doesn't really listen to the show. My mom does, and that leads to some... At times, like annoying questions, still not understanding that almost nothing we say is real. Like, are you guys really fighting? Does he, does, is Sean that stupid? <laughs> I just don't. It's jo- Jody's the ump on that meeting. Jo- Jody is the ump in the background. <laughs> <laughs> Which is perfect because I didn't even notice it at Me first. Neither. And here's the thing. It fits perfectly. Yes. That is exactly what an ump in 19-whatever looked like. If for some reason, there's a big plane behind it. <laughs> the airport must have been right next to the fields. <laughs> oh, my God. This is amazing. That is, I mean, is the hat really Jody's hat, too? I mean, everything ah. fits perfectly. Ah, see? But, Pete, you were ecstatic. I was, no, I was not in the delivery room for Timmy or for Carrie. 
But the glee on your face yesterday, I think, maybe only matches that. Well, I wasn't laughing in the delivery room. You were not laughing, Actually, but you were happy. <laughs> I think I told this on the air. When Carrie was born, Family Matters was playing in the background. Of course it was. <laughs> also when she was conceived. <laughs> and, 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 and the it was when er, uh, now Eddie drew, drove a car through the living room. And all you hear is Carl going, Harriet, there's a car in the living room. That's all you hear. So I was laughing at that before she was born, not during the birth. But that was, yeah, I hadn't laughed like that in a while. Oh, and it's, a, I mean, it's a never-ending joke line. A, I love the old-timey stuff because you have 7,000 drops to add to them. But also putting Jody in any time frame is, we, we're just scratching the surface of putting, I mean, Jody could have been on, you know, the Mayflower. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> and Jody was, was the actual the, first pilgrim. I going to say the Voyage of the Mimi, but... <laughs> He could have been pillaging ancient Egypt. Yeah, he was a Viking. I mean, he discovered Greenland. All these things are in play. <laughs> Meanwhile, I don't know what to, I don't know what's going on now. Squishy Liquids and I are in this battle. I went to the Smithsonian website, and there's no question mark. Now he's linking me to an American history website explaining why there's a question mark at the end of the Star Spangled Banner. What's happening? Why is it a question? I'm going with the Smithsonian uh, answer on that. No, I... I man, the I... See, again. I would have... I, we all thought in section Grandstand 29 of Fenway that some dope put a question mark for no reason at the end of the Source Bengal Banner, but apparently it was supposed to be one? Well, Squishy Liquids, I owe you an apology, and I guess I owe an apology to the man or woman who put that up on the board. Well, how do you know that that's correct? I guess I don't. But at least he's correct. but it, but at least he's got here's his proof. It seems just as valid as mine. Well, I don't know why the, proof, I, so that's the Smithsonian. Yeah. This is the problem with the internet. You can find whatever answer you're looking for, I no know. matter if it's right or wrong. Like you can find is coffee giving me cancer? Yes. Is oh. coffee extending my life? Yes. Yeah. You know what? Our our uh Elevator does that all the time because it's got the little thing, the little information screen. And the other day it said you should drink like three or four cups of coffee. They'll keep you alive. Fast forward a six day? weeks, it'll tell us that it, that will kill you. A day? Caffeine apparently is good for you. Yeah. A day. Yeah. So here's the... Stunned to news. I'm going to blame... Uh, Francis Scott Key for this. He's the problem. Yeah, damn Key. The Star Spangled Banner has a lot of verses. And the first one is the only one that ends in a question mark. And the last line of all four stanzas, verses, is over the land of the free and the home of the brave. But the first time, it's a question mark. After that, exclamation point, period, Period. So my mistake was on the Smithsonian site was going to the bottom of the lyrics, thinking that was the whole song, and it is the whole song. But that's not how. That's not the the end that we sing. We only sing the first verse. Can you use creative license and rec and say, "Oh, this is my version" without the question mark? So my my bad. I'm wrong. 
Why is he questioning it in just the first verse? Because he's because he's one because he's that he wrote it during a battle, watching a battle. I think he watched the bomb soar. Right, he's on a ship. I think in the harbor, watching the fight on land. Correct. So it's actually a. I hope that the flag still waves over us. So it's it is it is a question. It's a hopeful question. But he doesn't know the answer in the first verse. Imagine if he just got pelted with a bomb as he was writing it, and then we never would have had it. Maybe we actually would have had some normal lyrics. Squishy Liquids wins. I sit corrected. Let's do some football now. There was a game last night-ish. Game-ish. Nobody of significance played. It was the Jets. It was the Browns. It happened. It was so unimportant that our good friend Tiki Barber didn't even go to Canton yet to be with his brother who's going into the Hall of Fame this weekend. He said, I'll get there Friday. I don't need to be at the game last night. So Tiki checked out on the game. And he probably made the right call. But there were a couple of things to pay attention to in this game last night. No Aaron Rodgers, no Deshaun Watson. They're the lead stories who are the respective teams. But the Jets still have Zach Wilson. And Zach Wilson started last night, I think played the entire first half, put some points on the board. He was good. He was bad at times. Figuring him out is actually one of the low-key important parts of this Jets season. So let's figure out exactly what Zach Wilson showed us last night. For whatever reason, you know, I feel like, you know, I'm, I'm trying to find my way. And, you know, I feel like this training camp OTAs, I've, I've found what feels comfortable for me. And, you know, it's definitely not perfect, but it's something I'm working at. And Zach did a good job. He was poised, uh, looked comfortable in the pocket, delivered the ball on schedule, and uh, uh, definitely something to build on. Great call by Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. He called that one? I had to, had to give him a little shout out there. Uh, yeah, backed up, taking a shot down the field. Um, you know, kind of pick your matchup. Those guys were kind of just playing single, single safety man. And, you know, I think that's great for preseason ball to see, see what guys can win and separate. In the end, Zach Wilson goes three of five for a handful of yards. No touchdowns, no interceptions, field goals. Jets had the lead, then they lose by five points. But, yeah, they hit the over for Boyle and others. Uh, it was, what, 33 and a half? And they, 33 and a half. And they squeaked. We got a touchdown with nine minutes left, so mm-hmm. not that much of a sweat, but... I, it was halftime was what, 17-14? No, that's not right. I don't know. The last time I saw it, it was 13-7 Jets. I, I think, think that was the halftime score, 13-7. I was like, all right, we're on pace. There's going to be two tutties. Or give me a tutty and a couple of field goals. I can hear Carlos in my head. It's not tutties. I hear it too. But, um, yeah. So, the over hit. One of our friends of the show, Kerrigan Fox, what do you guys refer to him as? Uh, Foxy. Foxy. The official bagpiper of the he show. He responded, I put the screenshot of the, you know, the the bet, like the, the game on DraftKings or whatever, and I said, you're a beta if you take the under. And he goes, might be time to fade Tom Doyle. You know? Well, how do you look right now? You got egg on your face. Who do you think you are? I am. A beta means what in this? How do you cool kids use beta? You're like, you're not a man. You're a less... You're second you're to the shell, alpha? You're a shell of a man. Yeah, you're you're not the alpha. You're yeah. a follower of the pack. Gotcha. You not come f- off as a beta. You come off as a loser. Correct. Yeah. I'm a beta. I'll own it. It what? is what it is. Why? Yeah. What are you talking about? You're hosting the DA show right now. Yeah, but there's very little alpha about me. Right. <laughs> I'm, I'm a big beta. Yeah. <laughs> big loser. Pete and I bring up the beta rear. Uh-huh. Yep. We'll follow your lead, Doyle. That's right. Here's my here's my wallet. You bet for me. Pete, Pete's Pete's running all the interviews here. That's not beta energy. Whatever happened to you two? Your your gambling. The Petey boys. Yeah. What happened to that? We're coming back. 
Hey, we, we dropped the mic on one. That, that was that's important. Yeah, I mean, what do you you want us to put, cook up baseball parlays every day? Yeah. No, not every day, but it just it feels like it had a lot of steam at the beginning and it's kind of gone now. Okay, the, the oh. end of the NBA playoffs. We got football coming back. Football's back. Okay. As far as I'm concerned, we're undefeated. Pat's in next week on Monday, uh, so let's let's do one today. We'll do one today. Okay. All right, Pat. What do you think? Sure. I mean, you're putting me on the spot here. <laughs> we'll do a little parlay. Maybe do a home run parlay. Of there we like go. five bucks to win like a grand. I like that. All right. Okay. As long as yeah, none of us has an uh, NCA eligibility left, right? So we're all good. We're not messing with that. Oh, uh, yeah. We're no, all my, of my, age. Mine expired next, last year. Good. Um, so, Zach Wilson, <laughs> I. I find myself strangely intrigued by this storyline. It's actually one of the things that I want to see in Hard Knocks. Um, I still think Zach Wilson's not finished. Now, I don't know what he is as an actual finished product in the NFL, but I do, But last year was embarrassing. It was defeating. It's why Aaron Rodgers is now a Jet. But I don't think it's the end of the Zach Wilson story. At some point, the Jets will need a quarterback that's not named Aaron Rodgers. Or they're going to need to trade Zach Wilson to kind of fix a different part of their roster. And all of those things are connected to Zach Wilson rebuilding Zach Wilson. Robert, Robert Salas said this again last night on the broadcast. I think he was walking off at halftime um, with Melissa Stark that, you know, this is kind of year zero again for Zach. They've done a reset. Two years, disaster, new coaches now, new mentor in Aaron Rodgers, maybe a better support system around him. Last year got off the rails, not from a physical standpoint, but more so from a mental standpoint. So they're trying to fix that, make Zach a believer in Zach again, give Zach his swagger back, let him play. I mean, there's actual talent there. We've seen that at times in the NFL. The ability, that's a legit arm. He's a legit athlete. When he is at his peak, he believes he's the best on the planet, as he should. There's still, in my mind, an NFL quarterback in there. It's finding it again. And then figuring out if you do find it, how to maximize it, whether he's your starting quarterback in 2025 because Rodgers is done at that point, or again, you can trade him for an asset maybe after this season. This is a very significant preseason for Zach Wilson and for the Jets. And last night, we saw a couple of good things. There was a heck of a throw, 50-plus yard connection, but there also was a ball batted down the line of scrimmage in a big spot. That was a third-down throw. Right after the long completion, he missed an easy-ish throw. There was a third-down scramble where he just fell. I think he was going to make the first down, but just kind of tripped himself and went down. So there was good, there was bad. But I thought in a very oversimplified way, Zach Wilson like looked the part. You know, he Like he belonged out there, like he wasn't overwhelmed by anything. Maybe there's just some rust. Maybe he's actually not a good quarterback that I think he is, but... You know, that's a thing to keep an eye on with the Jets throughout this year is what Zach Wilson can become again and then how that new version of him can help them, whether it's on the field for them or whether it's a year from now or a little less than that, and maybe somebody wants to give Zach Wilson a try as their starting quarterback and the Jets can turn that into a draft pick or a useful player at a different part of their roster. When we come back, it might be one of the greatest stories ever told. It's like you spun, you had three different wheels. One had a name, one had a verb, one had a noun. You spun it, and you landed on Jim Ursay paid for an orca 
to be transported across America. All of, that's a true sentence. And it indirectly connects to Jonathan Taylor's future in Indy. It's sports, it's not, and it's next on the DA show. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink... What you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Yeah. $10 a month to put AC on for a couple hours a day. Leave it on. I'm sweating. Get them out. It's DA on CBS Sports Radio. You guys are the best. At DA Show Quotes. You guys in the Twitch chat. Boil. I open up Twitter. DA Show Quotes has posted a screen grab from the stream. And then thrown on a conversation that begins with, Pat needs a big tuft of chest hair to go with that open shirt and chains. Gloria Splat responds, based on the Bob's Bar events, I'm of the opinion that Patty B is a full-body shaver. LOL, oh for sure. Boyle Brazilian wax. And then there's Boyle. I actually have very little body hair. It's shocking. Shocking, huh? As he unbuttons, are you unbuttoning more buttons now? Not unbuttoning more buttons. I'm just showing the lack of chest hair that I possess. I would have also been of the opinion that you shaved body hair. No, I'm actually very lazy. That's why you see this scraggly, um, looks like nether region, nether region hair on my face. Okay. This is like five days, and this is all I have to show for myself. Gotcha. Uh, so, yeah, there's like just nothing, nothing going on here on the chest. Barely have any armpit hair. Not a whole lot of leg hair. I'm not a hairy guy. Is anybody watching the quarterback show on Netflix? I have not. So I'm on episode four or five, and I was watching one yesterday, and there's a lot of Kirk Cousins shirtless getting different physical rehab done to him. And it looks to me, to my untrained eye, that Kirk shaves, like, because his chest hair ends very abruptly but very perfectly like at the like along his peck as if he like I don't know it just looks unnatural like there's it just it looks too drastic of a cutoff that it can't just be the way his hair grows but totally natural for him right like he shaves it because he like I, I don't know like it, it to get he gets like massages and treatment on his ribs and stuff and instead of having all that you know like massage oil and whatnot in his chest hairs he like nares it so it's bare skin to be 
addressed by, but so like the top of his pecs, nice chest hair, not, you know, the 70 style that they're hoping for you, but then it just, it's just over very, very starkly. Like it had to be done by somebody <laughs> on purpose. Yeah. And, I mean, that's a possibility. That being said, I like Kirk a lot after watching it. Yeah. You like Kirk Cousins more than you thought S- you would? Still a doofus. But instead of you going, oh, stop being a doofus, you go, oh, I get that. I would do that too. Which guy to Noah, build yourself an archiarchy. Yeah. Which guy do you come away disliking or not liking as much as you thought you would? Um, you know, there are no losers. Mahomes is what I thought he would be. I actually, pre- he's he's cocky and he should be, and I I appreciate that. Is it like an? Uh, is it like a? A humble cocky, or is it just like a I'm a douche cocky? Well, so I think it's it's actually it's it's more towards the second one in in the world of you either gonna think he's a douche or you're not. Like there's a clip of I guess it was the Chargers game in LA where they rallied late and won. And he's bouncing around on the sideline going, That's what I do, that's what I do, that's what I bleep and do. And I was watching with Jake, my son, and I said when you're that good, you get to say those things. Oh, yeah. Oh, so that, But I could see someone going, why is he saying that's what I do? How about that's what we do or something like that? Like, So I could see people taking it the wrong way, but I actually appreciate that he knows he's damn good. And there's a good little uh, segment where they show you all the ways that he actually prepares to make all of those ridiculous twisting, turning, off-balance throws. They're not by accident. They're not just straight, like, on-the-fly decisions. He trains to be able to contort his body in those ways to make those crazy throws. Yeah, it's crazy. And I, I think the you know the thing that you were just talking about before with the, the arrogance and the confidence is it's crazy how I, I feel like from, I mean, I only played college sports, but just watching professional sports, watching professional athletes, hearing them talk, how much of an impact the mental side of things ha- plays. Confidence. Being able to affect your, you know, no hesitation. There's no hesitation in those twitch muscles, which can be the the difference between making a good throw, you know, hitting a 98-mile-an-hour fastball in the inside corner, having the confidence that I'm going to hit this pitch. And then, yeah, I mean, look, it might sound douchey, but that's these guys got to be confident in what they do. They got to pump themselves up. And along those lines, and I think we've mentioned this before, what you'll appreciate about Cousins as you watch it is that he does everything everything possible to be as good. There's no there's no cutting corners. There's no laziness. He's doing everything he can to max out Kirk Cousins. And one of the things he does, which I didn't even know existed, he has this like this like cap, like a swim cap with all these little like bulbs and whatever on it. It looks like when you guys are making video games, they wear those suits to capture their their movement. But this is actually it's like check checking his brain. It's about having focus and attention, and then he watches something on his phone or on the TV screen, and if his mind drifts, the screen either fades off or the volume disappears to remind him to get back in. So it's about keeping himself calm and focused, not worrying about anything else. The task at hand is watching, and he's watching like a episode of Modern Family or something. Like It's not even watching game tape. It's just meant to make sure his focus stays where it needs to be so nothing distracts him, nothing knocks him off. It was a really, I I don't even know if it works, but he's trying it so it connects the idea where he's doing everything 
to be at his best for their game, which you have to appreciate. No, that's definitely a thing, too. Uh, pitching in college, you know, the other team tries to rattle you, tries to chirp you. There's times where I've, you know, everybody lets it get in their head. Yeah. The really great ones block everything out almost all the time. Let me get to Jim Irsay now. We could maybe do an entire four hours on this story. It's remarkable. It's one of those things that when you read it, you think it's not real. But it's real. There's an orca, a killer whale, whale named Lolita. It has a second name as well. It has lived for forever. It's an old whale. It has been in captivity for most of its life. It's of retirement age now when it comes to aquarium animals. It's at Miami Sea Aquarium. Is that what SeaWorld used to what used to be SeaWorld? Or is this a different place? Either way, this whale no longer performs. And I guess there's a movement to take it back to its basically hometown for the rest of its life. But it's in Miami. Its hometown is Puget Sound off the coast of Washington State. I mean, literally couldn't be farther away in the contiguous 48 United States. South Florida, tippy-top Pacific Northwest. And Jim Irsay is part of the group that's trying to make this move for Sweet Lolita. And Jim Irsay is prepared and about to spend $20 million to transport this whale across the country. How would they do that, you ask? Really good question. And I'll remind you, this is a killer whale. It's a big, big thing. It's not a shark. It's not a dolphin. It's a orca. Black and white killer whale. You know what they look like. You know they're not small creatures. They would lift Sweet Lolita out of her tank now, put her in basically an aquarium big enough to hold a whale, a glass box of ocean water, truck that to the airport, get that on a huge cargo plane, and then fly it to Washington State, transport it to a a netted-off area of the Puget Sound. So she's not getting full freedom, but she's going back into natural waters with more space. It would cost $20 million, and Jim Irsay is like, here you go, where do I sign, take my money, can I Venmo this to you? That was in the New York Post yesterday, and obviously it's led to a number of questions, one of which... Lolita is not necessarily... She's in better shape than the Pac-12, let's say that. (laughs) But she also can't swim for long stretches. She can't hunt on her own. So she needs caretaking. So I think there's some questions about whether she can actually survive a stressful trip like this. Being put in a glass box on a truck, on a plane, on a truck, going cross country. And then when she gets there... Is she going to understand that she's there? Quote, unquote, relatives are there. They might put other sea animals from the aquarium with her that she's familiar with, that she swims with now to make her feel at home. So, like, whether we should do this at all is a question. $20 million is mind-bending. And then it's 20 mil from Jim Irsay leading to Boyle Love, the the Mia Khalifa uh, replies and stuff yesterday on social media. If you love those, you'll love the endless Jonathan Taylor jokes, all attached to a picture of a a cartoon, a graphic of a whale laying on top of a jet to be flown to Washington. Now, I think the easy response is Jim Irsay's $20 million whale fund is not Colts money. 
So I, I like there's an accounting difference here. That's not money that could go to his football team. It's money outside the game. So there's that difference. But there also isn't a difference in that Jim Irsay will apparently burn money, throw it into the ocean to move this whale that maybe the whale will get no benefit from. But he can't bring himself to pay Jonathan Taylor what Jonathan Taylor might actually deserve to be made uh, in the NFL. And whatever Jonathan Taylor feels about this, anger, disappointment, rage off this story, I think all of those emotions are warranted and validated. I mean, this story is unbelievable. It does not connect directly to football, but it's also hard to disconnect. Jim Mersey spending $20 million to move a whale across the country, but he's going to bring up ridiculous, illogical metaphors and examples and theories as to why paying Jonathan Taylor or other running backs doesn't make sense, but somehow paying 20 mil for this does make sense to sweet Jimmy. Yeah, the uh, it's it's the timing that that's blown up in Jimmy's face yeah. here because if he does this in May, he moves sweet big Lolita to the Puget Sound in May. Yeah, it's like, oh, look at Jim Irsay, 20 million dollars just to move a whale, animal rights, you know, supporter, awesome. But in the wake, no pun intended, of his running back, one of the latest to not get the money he thinks he deserves and now requesting a trade. And now there was an article yesterday, Bogues, apparently there's uh, Colts executives that are uh, actually opining trading him. Yeah. Um, you know, and you've got the thing where apparently they're they trying to say, oh, he has a back injury. And he goes, nope, that's not true at all. That's a bunch of nonsense. Uh, it's getting pretty ugly in Indianapolis. So while that's going on, Jim Ursay spending $20 million just to move a whale. Like, he yeah. could have spent a lot less money to move Sean down the hall to WFAN. Right. So... <laughs> it's just not Although great. Although it feels t- like they are spending that much money on Sean these days. <laughs> just not great timing here for uh, for good old Jim. And I, I I don't know if this needs to be said. I love animals. I love sea creatures. If I could come back as something in a second life, reincarnation, make me a dolphin. Oh, I think you're gonna say whale. No, I wanna be I wanna I wanna be a little more athletic, a little more nimble. But um, do dolphins dolphins have predators, right? Don't whales eat dolphins? Dolphins definitely have predators, but I'm assuming I'd be a very quick heads up, head on a swivel dolphin that I could survive the the killer whale threat, the you'd great an, white shark. You'd be an alpha dolphin. I think so. I really do. Beta human, alpha dolphin, that's me. I sit at the beach hoping, you know, here in Long Island now, the bad news is a lot of the weather changes are going to pummel this place with storms and whatnot, but... There's also been a, a significant uptick in our water quality, and there's more and more sea life coming back to Long Island than ever before. Even waters in New York City, there are pictures of whales underneath the Verrazano Bridge, which connects Brooklyn to Staten Island. That water used to be like sewage water, and now it's clean enough and fresh enough for huge animals to be swimming in and living in. Yeah, if you jumped in, you'd probably grow a third arm. You that was I mean that was the joke like don't fall into the East River. Now there's there's sea life in the East River because it's so clean. So when I go to the beach now, I show me a whale breaching. I, 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 a lady yesterday was telling me how she saw a shark at a beach recently in Long Island, and I'm like, I'm jealous that I wasn't there. She's like, I saw a shark. I wanted to go swimming. I was like, I don't care. I want to be at a beach where there's a six-foot thresher shark. In the, I want to see that fin in the water. Everyone is safe. So I, I, I love Lolita. I want Lolita to be happy. 
I just don't know what the return is between spending 20 mil, anybody's 20 mil, and Lolita's happiness when she gets to the Puget Sound. I don't know if that's worth spending 20 mil on. And then, as you said, I mean, the optics of this are remarkable. I mean, and he's giddy. His quotes on this are like, sign me up. Where do we go? Let's move her. I got it. Whereas he's telling us that if he died and Jonathan Taylor died, the NFL would be okay. So why would I pay Jonathan Taylor? Grim, illogical, ridiculous reasons to not pay his arguably his best player. Meanwhile, checkbook open. Here's my bank account. You need the password. Let's start moving fishes across America. You want to talk about beta. I mean, the not that he is one, but just the perception that he probably has within the Colts organization. Chris Ballard, the general manager. <laughs> Everything he probably wants to do. Jim Irsay shoots it down, speaks for the organization. When the G- And Chris Ballard, like, does anybody know what he actually is in charge of? Because it feels like Jim Irsay controls everything. You know what? I would love, and I'm sure Ballard and other guys like this, do this, tell their friends, tell whomever. I would love to promise them complete anonymity, safety, whatever. I just want to hear the things that these crazy owners come into their offices with. Yeah. Get me this guy. Can we get that guy? Pay him this, pay him that. I would love, whether it's Jerry or Ursay, any other kooky owner, overbearing over the ideas they've had to fix and change well, rosters. Dude, didn't Jim Ursay want to retain Jeff Saturday? Yes. Like, that's, that tells you everything you need to know. They had to interview 97 people to convince him to not keep Jeff Saturday. The guy blew a 30-point lead. Yeah, we should probably think about keeping Jeff. You know what I'm here for? The complete revision of Colts history that's slowly going on. I think Colt fans have been doing it. That... They're they're a bad organization. They're not as good as an organization as you'd think they are based on the Peyton Manning success. And then they lucked, you know, not lucked in, but they lucked into Peyton Manning. Then they got Andrew Luck. Now they've maybe gotten Anthony Richardson to be something of significance. But for all the things we've seen them win and play in big games, if you really break it down, there should have been more of all of those things. I mean... Remember, they couldn't find an offensive line for Peyton or for Andrew Luck. They couldn't draft other places. Like, it's there's definitely a way to go back in time and change the narrative on the Colts where they were underachievers, not overachievers, based on all the cockamamie ideas and decisions that multiple GMs and Jim Irsay have made. Well, dude, and speaking of which, I mean, it continues. You just spoke about Anthony Richardson. That Jim Irsay basically demanded that they draft him. He said they were going to take him at number one if they had the number one pick. After loving Carson Wentz for seven minutes. And they're going to have they were going to take Will Levis if Richardson wasn't available. And plucking Phillip Rivers out of making babies in retirement. Oh, my own. Exactly. Emmanuel's back in the studio. He's got your headlines. You man, take it away. Hello, Andrew. Hall of Fame game in Canton. Browns over the Jets 21-16 as Aaron Rodgers looked on as kind of a pseudo-offensive coordinator. I'm just, uh, you know, just a cog in that wheel, and, and I know my role, and it's an important one, but I'm excited to to get the live ones going here. This is fun. I mean, football's back, uh, you know, it's August, it's training camp, but uh, it's an exciting time of the year. 
Rodgers optimistic about his Jets, and while he helped out offensive coordinator Nathaniel Hackett last night calling all the plays, the Jets' number two pick from two years ago, Zach Wilson, looked pretty good on his 24th birthday, orchestrated a couple of field goal drives, three for five in the first quarter. The highlight, a 57-yard strike to Malik Taylor. He wasn't on the headset. Hackett's calling the plays, but I think it was his suggestion of the play, so I had to give him, had to give him the love there. A little bit of a hat tip to Aaron Rodgers and definitely shouldn't discount him as a mentor. Tremendously, tremendously. I'm very grateful for him, and, um, you know, he helps me more than, than he needs to, so I'm very grateful for him. WNBA Mercury star Diana Taurasi, the first in league history to 10,000 career points, did it with a 42-point performance against the Dream. The 42 points to reach the milestone. Taurasi's most points in a game in 13 years. Other news you were talking about, what will happen now with Arizona State and Utah as Arizona is reportedly on its way out of the Pac-12 onto the Big 12. That's supposed to be finalized soon, shortly after Colorado made the shift. So now down to just eight teams, the future of the Pac-12 very much in limbo, awaiting word on, like we were talking about, Arizona State and Utah. Baseball, Mariners rookie Cade Marlowe, only his 12th big league game, 30th at bat, go-ahead, ninth inning, grand slam, on the road in Anaheim, off one of the toughest closers in baseball, Carlos Estevez. Marlowe lifted the Mariners to a 5-3 win over the Angels. For the Angels, Shohei Otani had to stop pitching after four innings because of cramping in his right middle finger but he kept hitting and blasted his 40th home run of the season in the loss. Yankees, four, Astros, three. Speaking of rookies, Anthony Volpe, go ahead, two-out RBI single in the sixth inning. Prior to this one in the Bronx, two bigger notes, Justin Verlander, I guess a reintroductory press conference for the Astros. Welcomes back after a four-month stint with the Mets. And Anthony Rizzo, pretty scary here, placed on the IL with post-concussion syndrome, spending back to a collision more than two months ago, knocked in the head at first base by Fernando Tatis Jr. From opening day through May 28th, Rizzo was hitting 304 with 11 home runs. After that collision with Tatis Jr., he batted 172 with a homer and nine RBIs. We went and got tests ran, and uh, it comes back saying that, you know, I'm, I'm moving a lot slower than the normal person reactions time would be, and that's definitely uh, alarming, especially for what, what I we do for a living. Aaron Boone calling it cognitive impairment for Rizzo as he begins to get treatment and hopefully back later in the season. Cubs are rolling 5-3 win over the Reds. Cubs took three out of four, took the Reds out of first place. Cubs fifth straight series win. Now only two and a half games out of the NL Central lead. Giants blank the Diamondbacks one nothing. Lamont Wade Jr. fourth inning solo shot. The difference six Giants pitchers combined for a shutout on a bullpen day. Brewers hammered the Pirates 14-1. Rookie Sal Freelich, a 5-RBI day, including a 3-run homer. The Twins 5 and the Cardinals 3. Dodgers 8, A's 2. Julio Arias is his latest return from injury. Dodgers need pitching, and he provided it. Five shutout innings for the Dodgers in the win. E, thanks so much. Uh, it's time for the eBay Drive of the Week with eBay Guaranteed Fit. You are the MVP because when you see that green check, you'll know that part fits your vehicle. eBayMotors.com, let's ride. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. The eBay drive of the week this week, the very first one, is really one play. Uh, Touched on Zach Wilson's performance last night in the Hall of Fame game. A 57-yard completion to Malik Taylor early on. The best play of the night for Zach Wilson as he tries to resurrect his career either behind Aaron Rodgers on the Jets' depth chart or for a different 
organization. That is your eBay drive of the week. When we come back, it is arguably Pat Boyle's favorite segment ever. Go nowhere on CBS Sports Radio. Please knock. Dan in Mechanicsburg is asleep in the Lazy Boy. The DA Show on CBS Sports Radio. Oh, boy. Um, I don't know how to present this. So we're just going to play the audio. Without any context, if you guys are ready to play it, again, this is Boyle's favorite segment ever. It's being labeled, as far as I know, Spank Bank on WatchDA.com <laughs> and YouTube and Twitch. Why, you say? Well, take a listen and see if you can figure it out. Uh, hi, Roxana. Splash that. Bam! <laughs> All right. Uh, Alexandra, you have to focus on the part of the care trebuie să o domine. Oh la la. Te invidiez. <laughs> Alexandra, that's what's up. Alexandra ales să dea cu palmele de sus în jos. Are o zonă ea care îi se pare că îi va determina câștigul. Ok. Să se audă splash mai tare, te rog, Mr. DJ, muzica mai încet. Am o rugăminte din partea lui Sandu. Mulțumesc! Haide, Roxana, hai să vedem! Hai! Ia uite că a sărit scântei. A sărit? A sărit. All right, so you guys all speak French, right? Um, I knew what they were saying. The, the video is far more startling uh, and explanatory. We've, I think, discussed on this show the uh, burgeoning sport of extreme slap fighting where you just take turns slapping Ugh. somebody across the face because that's a really great career goal. Let's go next level. Why would we not? Uh, what you just heard was professional extreme butt slapping. And the video sent to me by Pat Boyle, I was running some errands yesterday and was talking to somebody at, at, a, at the counter of the store I was in And my watch lit up with a text from Boyle, and it was the screen grab of this video, which is a lady in a bikini with a very uh, rotund backside bent over. So that was a really awkward moment. But getting big. And I, I just, I don't know what to say. Um, I have a lot of questions about this. Boyle Pump. thinks it's the greatest thing ever, so... You feel free here to defend, to promote. Yeah, I mean, what, Go get what, it. what isn't there to say? This is the greatest sport ever, folks. Is it, though? We've been waiting. This is a generational... I have not been waiting for this. This is a generational, life-changing sport that, honestly, I think... I, I'm, I'm trying to read up on articles. I'm trying to dig deep. It's mm. not as... Are you? It's not as well, you know, spread out as much as I thought it would be. No uh -huh. pun intended. Yeah, uh, or, apparently or intended. This, apparently, this started in Romania in, like, 2019. It became Pump. popular. There's something Makes going sense. on Russia, and now that I'm tracks. seeing the video I sent you. In the background, it says Las Vegas. It looks like the arena where they have like the small UFC events, where they're just like, and especially we're during COVID, where it looks like there's like barely anybody in there. It's just the octagon and like a little bit of space. It says Las Vegas right in the background. But the MC was definitely speaking French, right? I heard an ooh-la-la in there. I, I don't know if that a was Romanian. Quoi. <laughs> I don't know what language it was. I'm not going to try to decipher it. But... 
I mean, this is – how do you not love this, man? How do you not love this? There's a, there's a number of reasons. Uh, one of them is it just feels wrong to watch women bend over and wait to get slapped by another woman. I know a lot of you might be salivating at that sentence. but Pump. I, I didn't. I did not like this on first glance. Folks, I gotta this be honest. is America. You gotta let the people choose oh. what they want to watch. You're, it's freedom of to love whatever you want to love. And, yeah. and look, they're putting it on for our pleasure, our excitement, at their pain, at their cost. And the winner is determined by the loudest and most satisfying slap. I mean, you watch this video. This one chick is her cheeks are beat red. It's to the point where, like, you slap something hard enough, you see, like, the little blood vessels on the surface of the skin. Yeah. No, I, I'm, I, I know, know, I know a I, lot of girls personally that would like this. I'm sure you do. I believe they were calling the other day and you wouldn't pick up because they were being annoying. Are they at your home now? <laughs> <laughs> and obviously these girls are there on their own choice. I'm not saying it should be shut down. I'm just assuming... It's not going to make updates when I'm doing updates moving forward. What are we doing? (laughs) (laughs) What are we doing? We we, were on ESPN, the Ocho just now. They were were showing a a game of tag. Yeah, big three-day marathon for them, I think. Oh, enough. Give me a break. Baseball, basketball, football, hockey, soccer. Let's, Let's play real sports. Enough. It's, it doesn't have to be a sport. It's a competition, and it's, you know, it's a but little what is actually? I actually don't know what the end game is, pun intended. Do you do you ask out? How do you win this? No, I, I, oh, I guess you could tap out, and that way you would lose, you'd forfeit. But no, like I said, the winner was determined, is determined by the loudest and most satisfying spank. So we're doing decibel levels. Correct. Or just the eye test. Yeah. So we're doomed. I want to invest. That all my <laughs> savings, my next paycheck, investing. You're the Jim Ursay of professional butt slapping. Congratulations. Sports. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates – Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.